a summary of the Sikha. In this week's parsha, we read the passage the two sons of Yaakov, Shimon and Levi, took, uh, they were the brothers of Dina, they, each one, each man took his sword. And they went and they killed the people of Shechem. From this, the Chazal t- tell us that from here we know that the age of Bar Mitzvah is at the age of 13, because Levi at that time was 13 years old. And he's described in the Pasuk as Ish, a man. So therefore we know that you can be called a man at the age of 13. Since at Bar Mitzvah you become a man, which means you reach a certain maturity, a certain age of importance, as we know that the term Ish means a person of importance, Ish, they said to Rabbi who made you into the man? Meaning to say, who made you important? Or the Pasuk that says, the Chazakta, you shall become strong and be a man. All these describe a person of substance. So when do you reach substance? At the age of 13. And although it's possible that there are children that are very clever, but they don't have the wherewithal and the maturity to understand the importance of, of great things, of greatness. Like even, you know, they don't understand the importance of money, of being a person of substance. It doesn't mean anything to them, even though intellectually they might understand it, but emotionally they don't get it. And it, it means that their maturity of seichel has not reached its, uh, you know, the level of ish. Only at bar mitzvah do generally people reach that understanding. And that's why at that time you can make him responsible for his behavior, because now he gets it. The Rabbeim, on a number of occasions by a bar mitzvah, they would say a mimer which started nasa odom. Let's make man. And using the term Adam is very different than the term Ish. As we know that in the four descriptions that we find in the Torah that describe man, there is Adam, Ish, Gever, and Enosh. Adam is the very highest one which expresses a person's maturity of Seichel, the highest level of a Seichel, whereas Ish talks about maturity of Seichel as it pertains to emotion rather than the purity of Seichel. So then we have to understand, why were the Rabbeim talking to a Bar Mitzvah boy and speaking about Nasa Odom? He's just reaching Ish, he's just reaching the, the first level of, uh, of maturity of Seichel, so why are they talking about Odom, which is a much greater level than that? Therefore we must say that even a Bar Mitzvah boy, which is only now reaching Ish, has to somehow tap into Odom as well. And we have to understand why, how. How do we know that you have to be able to go further than just simply reaching Ish from our Pasuk itself? In the Pasuk Vayikhu Ish Charboi, you can ask the question about this Pasuk. If we want to talk about a maturity, reaching maturity, and that's where you learn it from this Pasuk, what maturity did they reach at that time? They took swords and they went and killed the whole city of Shechem that expresses a determination of emotion rather than an intellectual maturity. So why is it that this Pasuk teaches the, uh, when a child reaches maturity of, of, uh, of seichel, of intellect? This seems to be explaining uh, or expressing determination of midas. And that's not what Bar Mitzvah is. So therefore there must be something in this Pasuk that also teaches what they were doing, what they were reaching, a, a new level that they were reaching, and which is expressed in Vayikhu Ish as will be explained. So to explain it, 
In regards to the, uh, where do we know that a bar mitzvah boy reaches the age of a mitzvah at 13? There are two opinions. The one is what we said from this Pasuk, we already described. The other opinion is that it comes, this was something that Hashem told Moshe at Sinai, at the age 13, that's when they be, you become responsible. What is the difference, the practical difference between these two opinions? According to the first opinion, it seems to be expressing what, what is naturally. Naturally, children become mature at the age 13. They reach a certain understanding of life, of importance, and therefore their, the importance, they, they're, they're now ready to accept the yoke of Torah and Mitzvah, the responsibility of Torah and Mitzvah. According to the other opinion, it has nothing to do with nature, with na- the natural development of a child. Hashem determined that this is what it should be. So just like he said that a kezayis matzah, how much matzah should you eat a kezayis? And he said that daladamis is the fixed amount for this or that halacha. It, he doesn't give an explanation why daladamis is such an important number. It simply is. So, so also, reaching 13, that's how it is. It's the simple halacha uh, it simply is how it is. Is there any practical difference? Yes. What about a non-Jew? When do, when do non-Jews become responsible for their mitzvahs that they're obligated to do? According to the, one, to the first opinion, it says that it's a natural development, so then a goy also naturally develops. He becomes mature at that time, he becomes responsible at that time. But according to the one that says that it's halacha but if it's a matter of halacha because this is what Hashem said, so then that is a matter within Torah. That has no connection to the non-Jewish world the shiurim were not given, these numbers were not given for the non-Jewish world, and therefore, how would you know when a, a non-Jewish child is responsible for mitzvahs? You would simply have to say, you have to test him, assess him, see what his personal level of maturity is. And for each child, it would have to be their own personal level of maturity. This difference of opinion can also be expressed in Avaida, in, in our understanding of how we are meant to serve Hashem. The question could be asked, what is the beginning? How do you start serving Hashem? In other words, as by mitzvah boy, what's the first thing that you should be doing? What's the approach to serving Hashem? According to the first opinion, that we wait until you become mentally mature. And that's when you start serving Hashem. That means, that would say, that mentally, you should start serving Hashem mentally understanding what you're doing, why you're doing it, and when you have that understanding, that's when you start serving Hashem, that's how you begin to serve Hashem, with your mental capacity. According to the second opinion, when it's not about your maturity at all, it's more about Hashem determined that 13 is the age, it's simply Kabbalah soil, just like any other mitzvah, and therefore your approach to Torah mitzvah, your beginning approach to fulfilling Torah mitzvah is Kabbalah soil, submission to Hashem's will. This is what Hashem said, that's what I do. It has nothing to do with mental maturity and therefore the beginning of serving Hashem is not mentally. It is simply submission. But of course, even according to the first opinion, which, said, which according to which it would come out that a child should start serving Hashem mentally with his intellect. That's not to say that it's not on the foundation of Kabbalah soil, that it all has to be on the bedrock of submission to Hashem. Because if that is not going to be the bedrock and the foundation of all your service of Hashem, 
then your intellect can drive you in all directions. There are so many ways in which your mental capacity can take you in the wrong direction, totally wrong direction. Therefore, the only way that your serving Hashem mentally will be done properly is if it's on the bedrock of submission to Hashem. And we can see this from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, See, behold, Hashem says to the Yidin, I place before you today life and goodness and the opposite on the other side. Choose life, Hashem says. So the question is, if Hashem has already shown you that this is good and this is life, why does He have to command you to choose life? It should be the natural thing that you do. If you see life and good, he convinces you that this is good in life. Why would he have to tell you to choose life? Obviously, you'll choose life. The answer is, a yid cannot serve Hashem based on, I decided that this is good. I see, it's not decided, I see that this is good and life, and therefore, I'm serving Hashem. That's called serving Hashem? That's called serving your own interests. Serving Hashem means Hashem told me to do something so I serve Him. It's not because He explained to me that it's good in life. It's because He told me to do it. That's why Hashem concludes that Pasuk with I command you to choose life. So then the question is why did He have to tell you see this is good in life? And even when He says choose He doesn't say choose Torah He says choose life. So in other words He does want you to understand that it's life. He does want you to have intellectual appreciation for what He's telling you to do. The reason for this is because Hashem doesn't want you to be serving Him simply by doing things and that your interests are somewhere else altogether. You don't get why this is important. You don't get that this is good. He wants that you're serving Him by submitting to Him should also permeate your mind your emotions, you should be excited to do it, you know that this is good, you understand that this is good if you were to do it simply because Hashem commanded you, but you think it's the wrong thing to do, or you, you have a better idea how life could be lived, so then your, your hands are serving Hashem, but your mind is somewhere else your heart is somewhere else, and He wants, everything, he wants it to permeate every part of you, that's why He says, this is good, this is life, choose life Based on this, we can now understand why they said a maimer nasa adam. The word, the term adam, has two sides to it. On the one hand, it describes the the, uh, the highest level of intellect. On the other hand, adam is the same letters as ma'id. It's an anagram of the word ma'id, which means very, very much, which means something which transcends seichel. It is an infinite level, something which transcends even seichel, the highest levels of seichel, even. What does that mean? It means that even when a person reaches the ultimate level of, of uh, Seichel, he's reached the, the, his greatest potential in Seichel, he still has to recognize that it, there is something beyond that, that one has to rely on Mesiris Nefesh. You have to reach Mesiris Nefesh. The same is true the opposite. When a person is in a state of Mesiris Nefesh, which means there's a great energy driving him, which is even beyond Seichel, and that is the adrenaline of that can take you anywhere. But it, sometimes what happens is you leave your seichel behind. You start acting in a way that doesn't really accord with seichel. Your normal function gets lost and driven to the side. And it's just mysterious Nebuchadnezzar who's coming forth. So Hashem says, no, 
You have to inform. You, all of you has to be included into this mysterious nefesh feeling. You have to bring your seichel along with it. You have to bring your emotions along with it. It all has to fit in to one big picture of all of you as par, has reached mysterious nefesh. And that's what the Rabbein was saying to the Bar Mitzvah boy. That even when you reach a certain level of maturity of, of uh, Ish, a certain level of maturity of Seichel, that's not enough. You have to be able to go to Mesiris Nefesh. Charbay, Vayikri You have to be able to channel that into Mesiris Nefesh, which is expressed by the term Adam, which means Ma'id, which means Seichel, but even something that is transcendent of Seichel.